Good morning and welcome. This is Pastor Lucy Pinta with your daily insights. And today we continue with our series, Divine Experience, Day 2. Yesterday we looked at the divine experience that Moses had in the desert where he had been tending to his father's in-law flock for 40 years. Today we shall look at yet another fellow who had his first divine experience in the desert while on the run from his brother. We all know the story of Jacob and how he ran from home to go live with his uncle Laban after he defrauded his brother Esau of his inheritance. The story is in Genesis if you're hearing it for the first time. So the Bible says in Genesis 28, we'll read from verse 11 to 22, that Jacob came to a certain place and stayed there all night because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head. And he lay down in that place to sleep. Then he dreamt. And behold, a ladder was set up on the earth, and its top reached to the heaven. And there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give to you and your descendants. Also, your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west and the east, to the north and the south. And in you and in your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. Then Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put at his head and set it up as a pillar and poured oil on it. And he called the name of that place Bethel, but the name of that city had been loose previously. Then Jacob made a vow saying, If God will be with me and keep me in this way that I am going, and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on, so that I come back to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God, and this stone which I have set up as a pillar shall be God's house, and of all that you give me, I will surely give a tenth to you. Wow, what a divine encounter. I don't know if you see the similarity between the predicament Jacob was in and that of Moses. Jacob, like Moses, finds himself in a desolate land, far away from home and from all comfort. He too had come from a wealthy background, but the scripture presents us with a vulnerable man 
who has traveled with neither servants nor any other company. He, like Moses, was alone, yet not really alone. The Bible says, Behold, a ladder was set up on the earth, and its top reached to heaven. Amidst the fear, loneliness, and isolation, God was closer than Jacob thought, and he had provided open access and communication between him and Jacob. Jacob had definitely heard about the God of his fathers, the God of Abraham and Isaac when he was growing up. But I don't think he ever imagined meeting up with him in such a personal way. Given Jacob's treacherous past, Jacob was at the most critical crossroads in his life. And to have the Lord reiterate the promises he had made to both Abraham and Isaac to him, to have the Lord tell him that he would give him and to him and to his descendants the land on which he lay that night must have provided such comfort and hope to Jacob. You know, God's promises of land, a nation, and a lasting blessing was definitely great to hear. But none of this could compare to I am with you. This was a life-changing experience for Jacob. It's no wonder that Jacob, who couldn't wait for his father to bless him of his own accord, was able to withstand the 14-year labor at his uncle's place. He knew that the Lord, the God of his father, had given him his word, and in his own timing, he would fulfill his word. The experience was so intimate and personal for him that he was a totally different man by the end of this conversation with God. His faith grew enough to trust that the Lord would keep him until he returned to his father's house. The once treacherous man became a pious man. His regard to God changed and Jacob would not be the same man again from this point because God's manifestation to his people carried their own evidence with them. There is no one in history who has met the Lord and remained the same. God had allowed the night to set on Jacob in the wilderness. And in that moment, when he had no choice but to lie down and wait for daylight, he brought down his glory upon him. And it is my prayer that as God gave fresh and reassuring promises to Jacob, he may renew his promises to us that we may experience this level of intimacy with him until we are assured that even in the long and the unknown journey that life is, we may rest assured that wherever we are, his presence is with us, that we are safe. And as Jacob set up the pillar of stone to preserve his memory of the experience he had with the Lord, May we never forget when God has granted us mercy, 
May the times we have had this divine experience, this sweet communion with the Lord, never be lost to us. May we resolve to cleave even more to the Lord when we experience Him this way, until when people look at us, it becomes evident that we have indeed met with the Lord. Shalom. This is Pastor Lucy Painter with your daily insight and this is Divine Experience Day 2.